Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. True story. <laughs> we, were, we were dead yeah, set on yeah, my yeah. We were like, dude. Hey, do you, uh, you want to go see Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam oh, coming you. to town. Climate Pledge Arena, May 28th and 30th. It is time for the secret word. Secret. You thought I'd forget, didn't you? Yes. Ah. Secret word to text to 206-803-ROCK would be fly. As in, pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> yes. Fly. F-L-Y. That is the uh, the word you want to text right now to 206-803-ROCK. Your chance to win tickets to see Pearl Jam on one of their two shows at Climate Pledge Arena. Okay, do we have time for a few emails from the men's room at KISW.com? You've got Liquor and horse, gentlemen, I've been uh, bitten twice by critters when I worked at a wildlife hospital. I was bit on two separate occasions by two different juvenile squirrels. One bite went through my nail bed, and the other bite caught the side of my finger. One bite got infected so bad it almost needed to be lanced and drained. Neither bite stopped me from volunteering, though. Still have some scar tissue to this day. That from Iris, the bus driver, who also refers to anything in the woods as a critter. A critter. Yes. A critter. A critter. And we found yeah. another critter. I, we've been over this. They're all critters. They are. Critters. I know. I just, I still have a size limit on my critter. I do too. Like I a moose is not a critter. I know. Uh, I know. We looked it up. Technically, even an elephant would be a critter. A blue whale would be a critter. But to me, like I said, if you're bigger than a coyote, you're now officially think, an I animal. I think 30 pounds and under is a critter. Yeah, I think that's fair. And anything over than that is something that you need to really pay attention to. Like a to. chihuahua is a critter. A German Shepherd is a dog. No. Are we critters? No. No. Nah. As kid, like your kids, big. critters. But I'm saying there's no size on critter. I was I, dead set against it, but there's anything could be a critter. I feel like at some point people are called critters, depending on conversation and who you have the conversation with and who and what you're talking about. Ooh, that critter over there. I did once. I did not know him. I met a guy who went by Critter, and he looked exactly the way you picture yeah. a guy who goes by Critter to look. Yeah. Guys, I was bit by a wild flying squirrel. Here in Olympia. What? Kids found it, thought it was a sugar glider, so I picked it up to see if it was tame. It was not. They've got front teeth like a miniature beaver, sank in about a fourth of an inch. Hard part was waiting to see if I had rabies. That was about ten years ago. Good news. No rabies. As we <laughs> well, I like this. I had to look it up again. A living creature, critter, 
whether wild or domestic. It can also mean a child. When used as a term of sympathetic endearment, it can also mean an unfortunate person. Oh, oh so all the things. Sorry, little critter. Okay. Right, or like you just see one of those people that looks all weird, jacked up. Like, look at this critter coming in. We call that Third Avenue in downtown Seattle. Yes. Yeah. Critter Avenue. On to the birthday request, uh, all the guys. I'd love to do a shout-out for my husband, Nathan, on his birthday. He loves your show and has been listening almost 10, uh, 10 years. So, Coach Ted, could you give him your best advice on cooking a steak? Thanks, guys. That from Holly. All right. Do we know how old he is? It does not say how old he is today. All right. Depending on the age, son, you should know how to cook that steak. Like the easiest way, I don't know what you're working with at your house. Let's assume you don't have a grill or anything else to use. You could broil it. You could use a cast iron. But the easiest, simplest way, uh, put it in your oven. Bring uh, Slowly bring that steak up to temperature. Again, low in the oven. You just kind of want to cook it to the medium or well, however you want it done. Then you take that thing out. Sear it in a pan. You're going to have a nice little crust on it. It's got a reverse sear. Uh-huh. Steve, what is the temperature for a steak? Is it 160? In That's how you like it. What temperature? Uh, medium rare. Uh, about 160, 165. Okay. All right. You I know what's funny? I, I need I have a, a good meat thermometer. I don't have one. Oh, meat thermometer is a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then years ago, somebody gave me a magnet that just had steaks, like rare, medium rare, and the temperature. Oh, right, right, right. I've right, had right. it on my fridge for sense. years. Oh, good afternoon, gentlemen. First of all, the men's room absolutely rocks. The entertainment you all provide is top-notch. And you guys never fail to uh, provide laughter in every show I hear. Anyway, reaching out for a birthday shout-out because I know my wife will forget. Today, I celebrate my 55th trip around the flaming orb up in the sky. Would love to get an OG fish sandwich, an Allen Thick, an owl hitting the window, and the dirty Germans telling me what an epic night it'll be turning 55. Keep on rocking, guys. That from Jason in Puyallup. Two Oregon fish sandwich. Uh-oh, look up. <laughs> yeah, when you hit an age like 55, this is the night that you should also have a threesome, you see, because your two numbers are the matchup. You have a five, you have a five. Include yourself. See if yeah. it works at the bar and let me know because I turn 55 in March. See, also, it's a famous song about people. I believe it's the name is Sammy. They can't drive 55. Yeah. Tonight. Your wife will have to drive the stick shift. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Hi, right, guys. Here you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you. Yaz, a dirty Germans, brought to you by Men's Room Original Sausage. Available through Uli's world famous sausage, mensroomlive.com, and other fine retailers. Mmm, uh, Schweinefleisch. Thank you, Bob. A couple extra emails here. Uh, it says, uh, Boo Bitches, your Valentine question. Getting caught up on the Odyssey app there for the Valentine's uh, Day question. What drives you nuts about your previous or uh, current relationship? Well, my now current uh, girlfriend, we have a double sided sink with a garbage disposal on one side. She has to empty the scraps on the opposite side of the disposal. And I have to literally take apart the drainage pipes and clean them out every few months. And that S stinks and is caked full of crap. Second, when I'm answering a question or something, somehow she interrupts me in the middle of uh, my talking. I clam up and never finish uh, what I had to say. If you choose to read this, please withhold my name because she listens on her way home from work. Love the show, guys. I think you had an idea what you were doing when you planted that seed. She knows who she is. Mm-hmm. She's the one dating or married to the guy that has to keep pulling apart the pipes. So they have a two sinks, mm-hmm. which I, mean, I love those things. One side is a garbage disposal, but yet she doesn't use that side. She, she uses puts the, the food other in the other side. one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bless you, Mike. I feel like she is blatantly just just doing this. I do too, because we have the same I'm thing. Pissed. It's the, the, the two sink thing, the left side as a garbage disposal. So if I'm clearing off plates, that's the side I clear them off into, you see. Because there's the garbage disposal. Or just straight into the trash. Yeah. Depending what it is. Or the combos. But I get pissed when my kids empty yeah. things on the other side. Like, guys, if there's food, do it on this side. That's all I ask. Yeah, that people. brings up a good point, though. That one throws me off, too. Compost or the trash. Like, when these people put plates and sinks with, like, food on them. Oh, well, they weren't yeah, care, Chad. the food. <laughs> yeah, just scrape it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, I wouldn't put a plate back if we're all eating at Thrills. Yeah. And he's like, don't sweat it. I'm washing the dishes. Like, I'm still going to scrape off my plate and it. stack it yeah. for yep. him. Yeah, yep. thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. God, and, 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 that woman's upset. Stacking, and stacking isn't good either, because then you have to wash more so the bottom of the plate. I don't mind that. I do. When I'm washing, I'm washing. But I'm I don't stack them at a restaurant, because I know that can be annoying for the for the waiter they or waitress. They got a system, yeah. But, right, but it, 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 I feel like at somebody's home, like, you're going to wash them. Like, just stack mm-hmm. them. And one more <laughs> on a uh, good bathroom story. But duly noted, next time at your house, I'll leave plates all over. <laughs> Olivatella's <laughs> all, all the uh, bathroom stories uh, were not a great ending, so I'll tell you one of mine. I was at a bar one night. A girl that I know and uh, frequently flirted with, as age uh, flirted with me as well, I smacked her on the ass when she walked by me. Yeah. She says, ouch, don't. My husband, or no, my ass is sunburned real bad. So I said like a jackass, show me. She dragged me into the tiny bathroom, locked the door. Not only did she drop her pants and show me a very, very red ass, she then leaned over the sink. And we did it in a packed bar on a Friday night. Uh, that from the Trickler. Pretty good to positive bathroom story there. You had some yeah, some sunburn sex going sunburned on. Sunburn sex. She's like, ow, ow, yeah. ow. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, if it's that sunburned. Yeah, but if they're offering it up, like, hey, okay. No, I'm just saying from her. I get his angle. Yeah. What does he care? He's not sunburned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coming up, we will uh, drink and toast with a shot of the day. But first... Now, the men's room wants to know... Who sucks less? Yay! Time for Who Sucks Less. Steve Thrill Hill, you bring us three stories from the news each and every week. They all suck. It's up to us to determine, out of the three stories, which one sucks the least. Now, if you happen to follow KISW on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, the debate is already underway on Who Sucks Less. Yes, indeed. And today, we have two stories that take place on an aeroplane. The other one takes place in a restaurant. Let us start with plane number one. A dog let out of its great mother owner left a smelly mess, which we know to be poop, on a United Airlines flight that was forced uh, that forced unlucky passengers to quote unquote suffer aboard the aircraft. Travelers who departed from Portland en route to Denver claimed that a woman's fussy chihuahua, as though there's another kind, was behind the chaos when she let the small pup out of the crate at some point during the flight. Now, one man who identified himself only as Nick, he recounted passengers are hit with a nasty poop smell that forced one pregnant lady sitting directly behind him to hit the call button for flight attendant assistance. Now, looking around to see where the unbearable smell was coming from, Nick says he and the pregnant lady seated in the back of the plane immediately spotted the stinky dog out of the crate. Quote, I turned on my phone light, and that's when I realized the dog was out. And we were debating... Was it her, as in the owner, or was it the dog? Nick also said he heard the dog's owner possibly foreshadow this happening. She mentioned earlier, when I was first seated, that she had not taken the dog to the bathroom at the airport. I think they have relief centers, so it probably was cooped up in the cage the whole time. When flight attendants made their way to the pregnant woman, they discovered dog feces on the edge of an aisle seat. To make matters worse, another passenger claimed that the lady refused to move with her foul-smelling chihuahua, 
or take responsibility for cleaning the nasty mess surrounding passengers in the same aisle. They also said they were unable to move or switch seats because the plane was full. Hmm. So she let her dog out. The dog poops on the edge of the seat. She knows that it did. And she told him, I'm not going to clean it up. I'm not dealing with it. I don't, I, mean, I don't know where you're flying to these days, but anytime I get on a flight to Seattle or from Seattle, it is completely full. There's not an empty always, seat always. on the plane. So we're going to plane number two. A passenger was shocked when he stepped in a large pile of dog poop. This aboard an Atlanta to Miami flight. And he was offered only paper towels and a miniature bottle of gin to clean it up. Matthew Meachin <laughs> said, quote, I sit in my seat and I immediately smell something. And I thought, oh, not another flight that smells bad. Well, I realized the person next to me also had their nose covered. And then I went to take my charger out, bent down completely to change my phone and realize, uh, charge my phone and realized it's not just the smell. It's actual feces. And it's all over the back of my legs. It's all over the floor and all over the wall of the plane. Well, he and fellow flyers, they rushed over to the front of the plane to notify flight attendants whose response to the biohazard left him stunned. Quote, the flight crew said, are you kidding me? We turned that in. I can't believe they didn't clean it. So in other words, they knew it was there. So instead of calling the gate and asking for sanitizing materials, the flight attendant gave him two paper towels and a miniature bottle of Bombay Sapphire Gin. I'm drinking that. I want another to clean himself with. Quote, it got all over my bare ankles. They didn't give me gloves. I had to take my pants off because it's on the back of my pants. So feces at this point is transferring to my hands with no kind of sanitizing solution to be able to clean anything with and only one tiny bottle of gin. Well, when he left the bathroom, to his dismay, passengers continued boarding the poop-covered aircraft. When Mia asked the flight crew for an explanation, he said they told him that cleaning the mess was not their responsibility and that they were busy getting ready for departure. The gate agent did call a manager who Mian described as confrontational. Quote, I tell her what happened and she said, if the cleaning crew didn't do their job, that's not my problem. What do you want me to do about it? Oh, by this point, other passengers were now standing in protest and demanded a thorough cleaning. So the manager sent someone over with paper towels. Quote, to my knowledge, they did not use any kind of sanitizing solution. And I was supposed to be okay with that because she, quote, unquote, cleaned it. Well, the airline later told him a golden retriever puppy had dropped the deuce. Man said he had to be somewhere in the morning and he couldn't afford to deplane, so he had no choice but to, quote, fester in feces for a couple of hours. And since the flight was overbooked, he couldn't move to another seat. So as he says, quote, so we sat there during the entire flight, my row, the rows around me. It still smelled horrific. There were still feces caked in the carpet. So two dog turds on two separate planes. Okay. And now for something completely different. A man in Canton, Ohio, he was arrested and faces charges after investigators say that he started casting pornography onto a restaurant television while families with children were there eating. According to the Summit County Sheriff's Office, the incident happened at a restaurant in the city of Green, Ohio, just outside of Canton. Investigators say three families went to the restaurant after a youth basketball tournament, and the party included six kids ages 9 to 12. Now, the group told investigators that while at the restaurant, they noticed pornography playing on one of the TVs. Parents reached out to the sheriff's office who responded to the restaurant a little bit later. And investigators learned that someone was using their cell phone to broadcast the porn onto the TV. Well, sheriff's deputies say they identified the suspect, a 30-year-old Canton man, who was arrested and taken to jail. He's charged with disseminating matter harmful to juveniles under the age of 13. Is it, did they say in the article, is that like a bar and restaurant? I don't know. I do not know. Hmm. Doesn't say anything about it. So you got two dog turds on a plane, just different scenarios. One, the lady let the dog out, the chihuahua, and she would not take responsibility, but she was physically well, present to do so. 
The second turd on the plane was from a passenger who had been on the plane and the flight or the cleaning crew, I guess, didn't get around to cleaning up the dog. Well, turds. the woman I think who did not clean up her own dog's mess. Yeah. I think she she sucks pretty bad. Compared to the other ones. But but the look. Whoever the carrier was, they should have gone in there and cleaned that mess up. Yes. Obviously, they did not. But it is a responsibility to do so. I'm assuming when the first story that the crew came and tried to help clean up some of the Chihuahua poop. As I understand it, on the first flight, the crew was as responsible as they could be. But one bottle of gin and two paper towels. That's not. That's the second guy. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's it's all over the walls. It's on the seat. It's Everything. in the back of his leg. That's not enough. Right, and, and I know where you're going, and I'm kind of having the same thought. Like, obviously, you don't want porn on in front of children, mm-hmm. but I'm holding out hope. Maybe it's like a Saturday afternoon. It's a bar and restaurant, mm-hmm. and this guy, you know what I mean? Like one of those ones where it's yeah, like, maybe you can see, and he's just hammered and thought it would be funny. If you've got a kid, and they've got a phone, and you don't have settings on it, trust me. Yeah, they've they, seen a lot of stuff either from their friends yeah. or by their own, you know. Sure. I'm going to say the uh, Ohio porn sucks the least. Ohio porn. I mean, I'm kind of... I think it's kind of... Well, not not funny, but it, you know, it's not like having crap on you for three or four hours on a flight. Right. Yeah, and, and that first lady just sucks, too. It's like, well, don't let your dog out if you know it's going to poop. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I have a dog that pees a lot, I'm not going to bring him into your living room. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. No problem. Debate continues on Who Sucks Less if you follow KISW on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Shot the day's coming up. You are listening to The Men's Room. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. All right, Dakota Minutes will drink a toast for the show of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 5.50. But first, quick check with Mike Hawk and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Well, thank you, Miles. According to Hinge, Gen Z daters are afraid of rejection and looking, quote, cringe. 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 That's not new. Right. What's the generation that love rejection? Right. I mean, right. I love getting turned down by people <laughs> I'm attracted to. 
It's always a good feeling. <laughs> like, yeah, but you can call it cringe, call it whatever, but like we've all been through this. Exactly. It doesn't matter your age. Yeah, it's called human nature. 100%. Right, it doesn't matter the age. You could be 60 years old and out on the dating scene and you're afraid of rejection. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Well, it takes a lot to take up the courage to ask somebody out. Right. It so does. getting rejected sucks. And you should fear more looking cringe than you are of, of rejection. Yeah, exactly. Just relax. Don't worry. You're going to get turned down. And it's okay. People are allowed to not be attracted to you. Just as the same as if somebody that you don't find attractive is attracted to you, it's okay for you to turn them down as well. Mm-hmm. Just don't be weird. That's it. Right. Don't Just make it worse. Don't be weird. I don't like you because your butt. <laughs> <laughs> right, like that, like no reason to say that, sir. You could have just said, I don't want to go on a second date. <laughs> you could have just said no. Could tell how weird you, how weird looking you were in those pictures. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no. She used Wait, to have two eyebrows, then she shaved oh. the top one off. <laughs> it's also kind of weird to turn somebody down. Yes, it is. Yeah, but it's not comfortable for anyone. No. Right. You know, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but hell no. Right. I mean, How do I get no. out of this? Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that you're attracted, but no. I don't think my girlfriend would approve. Nice. There you go. Damn, dude. Good call. Good call. <laughs> A satellite launched in 1995 and retired in 2011 is finally making its way home today. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, home is relative. I think it well, came yeah. down already, I think. It burned yeah. up. Well, yeah, I, I read that headline at like 11 o'clock this morning. Yeah. I was like, it's supposed to come down today. I'm thinking Somewhere in the Pacific. Only a million up there to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding, dude. The Hooters, location, uh, the Hooters location in Charleston, West Virginia is being demolished soon. And they're holding a candlelight vigil for it. Damn. And you just went to Hooters, so you understand why. I did. It's great. Yes. It was actually a really good chicken. No, and I when the one closed in Portland, I was bummed out. I was like, you got to be kidding right. me. Right. Like, Where's our be- nearest one now? Las Vegas, California. Right. I don't, I don't know. Denver? Who knows? Me? Is there one in Oregon? I feel like folks always do text so. like, guys, there's actually one in Shoreline I know. or something like that. No, right. they're wrong. No, 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 no you're, you're not wrong. Hooters. You're all wrong. Right. I mean, look, there was one in Shoreline or Linwood. There used to be one on South Lake Union, right. and then the last one that stayed around forever was the one in Tacoma. Yeah, like right. Miles and I are on it. Yeah, South Tacoma. <laughs> because that was the uh, that was the Steelers bar down yeah. in Tacoma. I mean, it- ah, frustration. Right. I got it. Last time I was in there, Mike. Uh, full disclosure, they I would just call these gentlemen motor motorcycle enthusiast. Okay. So I come out of the bathroom, and I noticed they kind kind of kept looking at me and my buddy, but I don't want to. Seem like that guy. Of course not. So I'm not going to say nothing. I just finally look at my buddy and go, ah, it's about time to go. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? And finally go, I don't know, man. I'm getting a weird vibe. These guys keep looking over at us. Like, I don't know if we said something. And then before we can get out of there, one guy walks over and I'm like, elbow my buddy. Like, oh, he's like, big fan of the show, dude. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> you cashed out. Thank God. Like, right. And then I was well, like, yeah. oh, we're staying. I was like, well, I was just about, I'm scared of you. So I'm still going to leave. <laughs> Where do we go now? I know. They were super nice. <laughs> I'm just going to act like I meant to leave right now. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I came back in the bathroom. Like, dude, that dude was staring at me. We got to get out of here. I don't know if he thinks I'm somebody else. <laughs> I'm gonna get killed. No one wants to leave Hooters. I know. No, no it's, it was like man, Friday afternoon and happy look, hour. But they could change the name and have guys in banana hammocks. I'm still going because the wings are that good. The wings are great. The environment's fantastic. I don't Dude, care. I'm telling you, I went to pick up my food this weekend. I, I ordered it for takeout because I, I, I I'm not gonna hang around all by myself like a weirdo. So I just I go there to pick it up, but it wasn't ready. So I sat at the bar. 
of all the sports that they had on, they had Impractical Jokers on the TV with the sound that was yeah. on all over the speakers out there. This was great. Everybody was laughing. You should have sat down, saddled up, and enjoyed the evening. I should have, man. I should have. Anyway, Ted, as much as I know you, buddy, you, you're you're a man that does appreciate the uh, the dialects and the and the accents of uh, of overseas. You're 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 a man that likes to dive into the different languages that. Uh, Basically, different slang terms that like folks in the UK would use. Yeah, I got you, mate. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> say less, Brev. Say less. Now, how much uh, would you say that you know of Scottish slang? Ooh. Oh, that's a tough one. I could barely understand their English. Let's find out. The men's from top ten. The men's from top ten. Scottish slang. Ten terms you should know. Like. Lang may your lum reek. I'm sure that was spot on. Sure, you think its phrase would be fitting for a man like Thrill and his affinity for the farts. Yes. But you would be wrong. It means may you live long and keep well. That's a bunch of crap. Who needs a positive affirmation in some dunk language not even a Scot understands. That reminds me. My ex-wife is Scottish. That's <laughs> 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 up. So here's some Scottish slang. I'm going to give you guys my best impression of it. I can, oh, do, I can do some Scottish, but even then, sometimes it's Squish. a little bit difficult. It's a little thick. So I'm going to give you the slang term. We'll see if you guys can uh, can figure it out, and I will do my best to add it into some sentences as well. First is, uh, hunters, eh? There's hunters of sheep out there. Hundreds? Hundreds. Hundreds of. Hundreds of. Hunters I. Hunters I. Hunters I. Okay. All right. Yeah, because that's like it's like we always say about fixing or fin too. Right. Exactly. Right. So we always shorten stuff anyhow. Just cutting it down. And I do also like the videos of folks that tell that'll give their, their Scottish relatives a a sentence to say. And there are just some where the rolls of the R's, the the thickness of the vowels, they just can't get them off. <laughs> Rural. Rural. Yeah, no kidding. That, that, was, that one's hard enough for us. What's something rural? Yeah. Rural. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Like, I just, I saw this English dude. He's like, I don't, that was one of them. There was like four words. He's like, I don't know how you guys are saying it. Uh, the word patch. Patch? Basically, they, they, they have a, uh, they have a conversation. You're still seeing your guttle mate. Nah, patched it. How? Oh, just Stopped couldn't be it? done. Yeah. Yep. Just couldn't get it done. Uh, why patch? Patched. Patched. Uh, another parts of the world uh, to patch a relationship on evolving flowers. Da, 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 da. In Glasgow, patch is used in a different relation uh, to a relationship. It means to dissolve the union. Huh. It can also be used uh, more generally to mean not doing something. You can patch work, patch going out, patch a holiday. Commonly used uh, among Scottish teens, patch can also mean to ignore. Hmm. Mama's still texting me, but I'm, a, I'm just patching it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's kind of funny they're using the reverse of it. Yeah. Right? No kidding. That's what I thought when I first read it, too. I was like, oh, yeah, you're patching things up. Nope, you're patching it. Nope. You're sealing it up. He's patched less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about pump, uh, pumped? Did you see the Rangers score last night? Hey, they were well pumped. Played a good game. Fired up. Uh, like, we are pumped up. Uh, completely the opposite. It uh, can also indicate a heavy defeat for a football team. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, well it's Rangers. They probably lost to Celtic. <laughs> All right, Ted. Explain to me, then, what a punter is. In the UK, uh, not necessarily. I know, because somebody can be a, like, ah, he's right. a punter. Or she can be a punter. Is it, I believe, like well, a it's lawyer it, no, it's or a, it's a, uh, somewhat, you know, uh, it's a sexual, like a it's, it's a sexual thing. Is it? Sexual? I thought it just meant they were kind of an idiot. 
I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm honest to God asking. I, I know you know a lot more about that than I do. I was like, I've, I've, I read it. Well, uh, Mike has a story coming up in headlines, okay, <laughs> about a British soldier. Okay, and oh, he yeah. won a half a million dollars right. because he created the best amateur sex tape pretty much yeah. in a contest, right? And they kept saying in the story that he was with a punter named Huh. Okay. And I did not know what, what that meant. Like as far as like is that a prostitute? Is that a, a, a female adult actress? I, yeah, I think it applies to men and women. Yeah. Just don't know what it means. Gotcha. Back to uh, Scottish slang. Roaster. Just see that guy doing cartwheels in the middle of the road? I might. Absolute roaster. Was he Idiot? Show off? Pretty much. Obnoxious, annoying, or otherwise objectionable person. Ah, okay. A roaster. Right. <laughs> I'm saving one for later because this I, is absolutely something that we would use. It is so weird because they're so close together, but... That slang is so much different. It's entirely different. And I don't watch the Scottish. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't watch their uh, soccer or football. So, like, I don't I don't know Scottish terms. Right. Well, I told you when I was in London, the one guy was Scottish. He's just like, I'll slow down. I'm like, thank you. And uh. they say it so matter-of-factly that, it, and it is, as soon as you cross that border, it is just, they have a different way of talking. And it is just, it spills out of them just that fast. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. a rough and tumble bunch of Scots. Hey-o. Uh Get away and bail your hide. Get in a barrel. Like, go, home, go home and get your work done. <laughs> so, bile and hide are the Scots words for boil and head, respectively. So, telling someone to get away and bile your hide means to boil your head. It means asking them to submerge their head in water, flick the switch to 11, and bring their head up to temperature in case 100 degrees Celsius. More plainly, it means uh, to F off. Yeah. That's <laughs> get away and bile your hide. <laughs> I mean, just like, I have a buddy. His friend is Scottish. We were talking last week, and his buddy had this wild story about like how'd you get a black eye? And he's like, ah, somebody walked into the bar and decided they didn't like my face. And he's like, fine now. <laughs> I'm like, is that what happens there? He's like, it's not that uncommon. Sometimes. Wow. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Mike went. And he got punched twice. That's right. The only time Eddie, Eddie was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like your face, boy. Right. So ugly. Did you, I? You did. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that what you, you did? Did you really? Right, you're kind of asking, but you're saying, like, oh, you really did that, huh? Exactly. And, and they actually give you, give you a video here. This comedian, uh, Kevin Bridges, he wants to he wants to host a talk show, a celebrity talk show. Did you, I? Is what he's going to call it, where he's got the celebrities <laughs> that go on there and say, you know, I know what I did, what I did, and I, and I did it because I was in a really dark place, right. and, I, and I had to go to that dark place in order to get to where I am now, which is, which is the new me, and it's focused on the future. Digi. Right. <laughs> 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 Talking some Scottish slang here. Uh gunny no do that. Alright, hang on, say that again. Gunny no do that. Gonna don't gonna not do that? Correct. Going to not do that. Gunny not die that. Hey, will you stop out the store? Gotta not do that. It basically means just please don't. <laughs> right. Stop what you're doing at this point. But I've saved this one for last. Let's see if you guys can get it. This is the number one piece of slang that we gotta get. And I'm gonna give you Ted, this is this is very much what we would do with our buddy Marshawn. Tops off, taps on, and ball bag weather. <laughs> shirts on, shirts off, and any weather? It's basically tarps off, is what it is. Oh, nice. So I love you got, tarps off. So you got tops off, which is tops off. The point at which uh, the garment's covering the upper body removed in response to the outdoor heat. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, tops on, and then ball bag weather. Ball bag, uh, what did they say here? It basically, uh, there it is. Hot humid? It's a scrotum. Yeah. Oh, so let's get a little. Ball oh, bag weather. Oh, 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 oh
Okay. So it's a kilt thing. Because you know they just say it around kids, too. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> types on, types off. And Bob Bagwell. <laughs> or if I you're shirtless, then you got to be shirtless. Pretty much, yeah. It's tarps off. Tarps off in solidarity with Usher. <laughs> we have the same body as him. We do. Yes, yes. Look out. Minus skin color. Of course. Well, that's obvious, Ted. Yeah. Sorry. A man in Pennsylvania made off with two quadrillion dollars. That is a lot of money. And he managed, quadrillion. To, he managed to steal something even more valuable than that. What was that? I'll give you all the details at 550. Thank you, sir. Uh, headlines are coming up at 550. In the meantime, let's get a contestant on the line for Profile This at 206-803-ROCK. Have we made it to drinking time? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 